Brenda Lane, an Underpinnings Podcast, is presented by Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon in St. Joseph. Also sponsored by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville and Taylor Rental Party Plus in Benton Harbor. The pandemic has our beauty routines a little hit and miss these days. Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Concept Salon in St. Joseph is going to help you out. If it's been a while since you've opened up your makeup bag, do it for you. You deserve a refresh, and some items might need to be tossed out for hygienic reasons. All through March, get all Aveda Cosmetics for 30% off. Every cosmetic product in the salon is included while supplies last. You can trust Aveda Cosmetics made of all natural ingredients featuring mineral-based foundations. During coronavirus, safety is paramount, so please call ahead for a shopping appointment with an Aveda guest service specialist who will create your home care plan and fulfill your order as you make selections. Or... Call in and shop on the phone with a guest service specialist who will take your credit card payment and then prepare your order for curbside pickup. Either way, strict adherence to virus safety protocols are practiced, and that's why you need to call first to shop. 269-556-1999. 556-1999. So do it for you. Freshen up your makeup with 30% off natural Aveda cosmetics all month at Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon, corner of Palmar and Red Arrow Highway, St. Joseph. Virtual hugs until further notice. FrederickandKimberly's.com. That's Frederick with a C. Hi, it's Brenda Lane again with a new edition, and today we're going to be focusing on ALPACT, uh, which stands for Advocates and Leaders for Police and Community Trust. Margaret Claiborne, who is a community health program specialist at Spectrum Health Lakeland, and Steve Newbecker, Director of Public Safety for the City of St. Joseph, are the co-chairs, the current co-chairs for ALPACT, and I have them both with me today. Thank you both for spending some time uh, helping our listeners learn about ALPACT today, Margaret and Steve. You're welcome. So you both thank you for thank you. You've both been chairing this uh, this committee since last fall, um, but probably participating longer than that. Steve, tell me your story uh, and how it connects to Alpact and and this desire to you know to work with the community as a law enforcement officer. I've been a member of Alpact for four years. I Margaret and I took over as co chairs in November of twenty. 20. It is a great organization to bring the community and law enforcement together. We have numerous forms which are live that um, inform the community what law enforcement is doing, and it gives us community feedback to see what we can improve on in the community. Um, All Pact is made up of law enforcement, the community, advocacy, civil rights leaders, and representatives from our community. It is a great way for law enforcement to connect with the community to address the needs in law enforcement. And uh, just a little bit more about you and and your story as a law enforcement officer. What's what's your what's your background? You're kind of a 60, 60 second. This is your life with your career, Steve. I uh, grew up in a small community in northern Michigan called Beale City. I graduated from Ferris State University with my bachelor's degree. I started with St. Joseph in 1994, 27 years in law enforcement. It's changed a lot over that time. Um, I love this community. I got married in this community. I raised two kids in this community that graduated from local schools in this community. I coach in this community. I referee football in this community. And I just want to give back to this community and let the community know that law enforcement is here to support them. 
I think that's probably the story that that most law enforcement officers would tell and the reason why, you know, why they became uh, officers in, in the beginning. Margaret, a uh, little bit about your story now, if you don't mind, first of all, how you got involved with uh, with Alpact and, and how long you've been involved and, and what your what your motivations are. OK, I got involved with Alpact maybe about two and a half years ago. And um, I worked for Spectrum Health Lakeland, it was, it was Lakeland. Hospital, and I work out in the community as an advocate for the um, for the residents in the community, working close with the community, not just on the on the physical part, but also the mental and social part of the residents in the community. And to, when I, by working out in the community, I became involved with Alpac. I thought it was an interesting group for me to also because working with the working with the community, there was concerns and complaints about about policing. And so I wanted to um, address their, their concern and complaint and bring it to um, bring it to the um, meeting. And I've what been is- at Lakeland for 27 years. Uh, wow. I graduated from Benton Harbor High School in 1974. Uh, I, have, I have a bachelor degree. I went back four years ago and got my bachelor's. I got my social degree in 1989. Had two, two grown kids, six, um, Grand grandchildren and my husband, uh, we he's a pastor in the church, Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church here in the community. And I love I, I love Ben Harbor, I love St. Joe. I remember when Ben Harbor and St. Joe was twin city, literally yeah. twin cities. You couldn't, you know, Ben Harbor had had things that St. Joe has today, and you can go from one city to the next city and probably couldn't tell the different years ago. It was a city where it was black and white, and and both in Ben Harbor. So I, yeah. I I just wanted to see see the community come back and blossom the way it was years ago as, as a young lady growing up in the city. I I can relate to that. My my father grew up in Benton Harbor and went to high school at Benton Harbor High School and actually became a teacher and taught there uh, until until the day he died. And he also talked about you know how there really wasn't that much different between mm-hmm. you know between the the two um, communities the mm-hmm. the twin cities. Um, Margaret, what are some of the other um, businesses or organizations that are represented on the all packed committee. Uh, we have we have a couple community uh, resident people that just in the community and they they want to be involved. We have ministers that are part of uh, Al Pack. Um, I represent the hospital. Uh, as Steve said, all different law uh, forces from from Benton Harbor to the to the county to St. Joe Niles Police uh, is there. Who else? The I think. Um, I think that's it. It may be more. We have a commissioner sometimes pop in on, on our um meeting, been mm-hmm. our commissioners. So, Steve, what are the things that you know that you have on your your list of goals and objectives, or what are some of the things that you're working on now strategically with your committee? Right now, the, there's going to be four more community forums that we're addressing. Um, law enforcement side, we're going to address uh, bias-free policing, traffic stops, um, arrest, contacts, to see what the disparities could be in what we're in what individuals are stopping based on race and gender. We have another program that's um, 
going to be the court system made up of prosecutors and judges to address some um, any issues with the court system. We also got an education one with um, high school superintendents that are going to address disparities in the high schools. And then we also have another one on health. I have learned a, a little bit about Alpact by following your Facebook page, actually. Um, and I'm sure that you would invite members of the community to do the same if they have access to social media. Exactly. There is a Facebook page for Alpact. Um, we do have uh, meetings every, I believe it's every fourth um, Tuesday of the month. Uh, the more impact we can get from the community, the more um, community interaction, the better off all packed in the community is going to be. Yeah, Margaret, what uh, are, are members of the community, general public, in, invited to come to your meetings, or is it just events that your committee plans, or do you want people at committee meetings? No, we do want people to come to our meeting. It, the community is, is welcome and invited. It's not it's not a closed meeting. We we welcome anyone that lives in the community to come in and listen and share their concerns with us so we would know what's what's going on in the community and we can address those issues. Steve, you mentioned the community forums and you've already held some of those. I know that uh, I'm sure that the pandemic has affected you and that you've had to plan them as virtual events, right? Yes, that is correct. Um, the first four were all virtual Next four will probably all be virtual again. Um, I do not see us meeting live probably to the end of this year. Mm -hmm. What is it that you hope to see? And I guess this question is really for both of you. What is the the long the long range objective? I mean, what do you hope to see a result from this coming together of this community of this committee and and members of the community and law enforcement? I think Margaret um, hit on that earlier. I would like to see a more diverse community. Um, as St. Joe is changing over the years, we are getting more diversity, but our community is still 92% Caucasian. I believe Baton Harbor is 92% African-American. I think um, bringing the communities together to get more diversity within the communities and for the community to understand their law enforcement officers and to understand what law enforcement is doing in Berrien County. Mm -hmm. um, there are some things that law enforcement agencies are doing. I don't like to brag about our department, but we're a well-trained department. We're out in the community, and we're trying to get our message out to the community that we we try to do things right. Well, I don't. I certainly don't want this to be um, a negative comment, and I don't mean it that way. But you know, obviously, there has been a lot of unrest over this past year. Well, past year, really, since the beginning of our country. But there's been a, a lot of visual. Um, unrest um, between community and police and you've got the Black Lives Matter movement um, and we've even had some very peaceful um, I wouldn't even call it a protest but more peaceful gatherings in the, the local area are you are you pretty happy and proud of the way the community has responded to some of these uh, national issues of African American people um, you know, being killed by law enforcement, Margaret. Uh, definitely, I'm happy for the fact that that we can um, we can show and, and march and and demonstrate without any um, any, any violence going going on. Um, I think with with our within our community, I say our community Benton Harbor, that it's the trust that people don't have with with, with law enforcement, and it, and it goes on both on both sides. 
I mean, I think some uh, law enforcement probably don't don't trust the people because they don't know with the, all the arrests and all the negative that has been happening, that it's hard to have trust. So I think we as a community, I think we as Alpac, trying to uh, bridge that between the two, you know, have, have mm-hmm. trust in, in your law enforcement. And, well, and, think, and definitely, well, it's definitely going to be a, a long haul. <laughs> well, I think that's true. Um, Steve, it seems that people are becoming kind of polarized, whether they're they're kind of for police or or against police. Are you are the the local people that are involved in law enforcement starting to to feel that? We took a stance after the um, George Floyd incidents in the city of St. Joseph alone. We started our own social justice forums and groups in the here in St. Joseph, which we meet um, weekly. I think that has extremely helped us. We got a lot of St. Joseph community members involved in it. They know our officers. They ride with our officers, and they see what our department is doing, which has helped the cause. We also have to understand that this is Berrien County, and none of them tragedies have happened here in Berrien County. Yeah. Thankfully, um, Margaret, it seems to me now this is just my personal opinion mm-hmm. that that what could really help overall and looking long term at, you know, the relationship between the community and law enforcement uh, officers starts with with children. And, and I know that there are many, many schools that have programs where they bring law enforcement officers in. Obviously, right now, you know, because of COVID, those kinds of things probably aren't happening so much. But do you do you agree that we need to kind of change the way um, you know kids look at police officers? Most most definitely. I mean, kids is just a product of of, of their as to where they live in and what they hear and what and what they see. So I think if we start with them, we can start with the kids. But then the kids, we got them in school for. How many hours and how many hours are they home with with, with their parents or, or their guardian? So we right. can teach, we can teach and tell them all the correct thing for six seven hours in school. Then they go home and see what and, and do what. So I think we need, definitely start with the kids, but also I think we need to also have the kids and parents involved at the same time. You know, and years ago it used to be a thing called PTA. You know, kids and and yeah. And yep. parents and teachers, you know, whoever uh, met together and talk talk over issues and stuff. So I think we really need to make it a family thing, make, make it a family family issue as to if there's any concerns, you know, any questions to bring it bring it forth with mom and dad or guardian whoever. And definitely, um, the kids can don't have to choose side. I think sometimes the kids feel like that that choose side. They hear mm-hmm. things. They know that they know the right thing, but then they may go out into the in their community and see and hear something different. Is there anything that either one of you would like to add, either about this, you know, topic of community and policing relations or Alpac itself? Well, I I think Alpac is definitely is 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 the right target. You know, working with the community, working with the police. You know, I'm. A, I'm a community member, and so I'm working with the police. I got to know a lot of officers. I got to I got to hear some some of their their, their journey. And I think we as a, as a group as a committee that we can learn from each other. I know I can learn from from what's going on in St. Joe, what's going on in Niles, and I think vice versa. We learn from each other, know each other's journey as to where 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 we've been and where we're trying to go. I think we can understand the issue and be able to discuss it in a more productive way. 
Well, I think everybody needs that attitude, Margaret. I really do. Um, Steve, where can people uh, get more information about ALPACT or uh, communicate with ALPACT, the ALPACT committee? Um, is there a phone number, an email address, or is it best, or, or a website, or is it best to go to the Facebook page? I believe it would be best to go to the Facebook page um, and um, send a message. Um, it would be the best way to join this All right. group. And are you, I would also, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> on that last question is please to the community get involved i think a problem with law enforcement is we have not uh, had a way to connect with our community enough to let the community know exactly what law enforcement is doing what our ideas are what our missions are and, and just get involved in your police department every police department in Barron county is open to citizen interaction we want our community involved yeah and now just because you represent the city of saint joseph I'm guessing that doesn't mean that you're the only law enforcement involved in LPAC. No, numerous yeah. police in county are involved in, in LPAC. All right. And are you looking for any more com committee members at this point, or do you have a full committee and you're just welcoming people to come to the meetings to uh, to, to observe and participate? For LPAC, um, we, we are asking anybody to uh, come and get involved. But locally in St. Joseph, yes, we have uh, open positions on our committees here for social justice. We would love our community to become more involved in this. And would they need to contact the city of St. Joseph for that in particular? They can contact me oh. uh, directly. Uh, my number is 269-985-0313. All right. Very good. Uh, I don't think I had any other questions. I, I also highly recommend the Facebook page because that's how I've learned about Alpact and followed along. And that's also where you can find out when the uh, next forums will be available. That will be virtual forums open to the public. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. Steve Newbecker is the director of public safety for the city of St. Joseph and Margaret Claiborne is the uh, community health program specialist at Spectrum Health Lakeland, but together they co-chair ALPACT, Advocates and Leaders for Police and Community Trust. Thank you very much for sharing with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right, and thanks to all of our listeners. We love it when you share with other people that you think may be interested. I'm Brenda Lane. The pandemic has our beauty routines a little hit and miss these days. Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Concept Salon in St. Joseph is going to help you out. If it's been a while since you've opened up your makeup bag, do it for you. You deserve a refresh, and some items might need to be tossed out for hygienic reasons. All through March, get all Aveda Cosmetics for 30% off. Every cosmetic product in the salon is included while supplies last. You can trust Aveda Cosmetics made of all natural ingredients featuring mineral-based foundations. During coronavirus, safety is paramount, so please call ahead for a shopping appointment with an Aveda guest service specialist who will create your home care plan and fulfill your order as you make selections. Or... Call in and shop on the phone with a guest service specialist who will take your credit card payment and then prepare your order for curbside pickup. Either way, strict adherence to virus safety protocols are practiced, and that's why you need to call first to shop. 269-556-1999. 556-1999. So do it for you. Freshen up your makeup with 30% off Natural Aveda Cosmetics all month at Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon, corner of Palmar and Red Arrow Highway, St. Joseph. Virtual hugs until further notice. Frederickandkimberleys.com. That's Frederick with a C. 
Brenda Lane, an underpinnings podcast, is presented by Frederick and Kimberly's Aveda Salon in St. Joseph. Also sponsored by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville and Taylor Rental Party Plus in Benton Harbor. To see resources related to this podcast for sponsorship information or suggest a topic, visit underpinningsmarketing.com. Follow Underpinnings Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Brenda Lane, an underpinnings podcast, is produced by Jackie Bisel at Underpinnings Marketing. Thank you for listening and share with your friends.